Nine out of ten hiring managers are having difficulty hiring today. Robert Half is here to help. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Ah, summertime. Warm weather. You can hear the birds singing. Stare up at those perfect summer clouds dotting sunny skies. Maybe your friends are in their backyards grilling. Or maybe you can hear kids, freshly out of school, playing in the parks. Or perhaps you're lounging on a beach, enjoying a long-anticipated vacation. Or not. Or you're stuck at work. I'm Charlotte Gartenberg, and this is As We Work from The Wall Street Journal. Memorial Day marks the unofficial start of summer. And for many of us, the very official start of a season when it's very hard to focus. If you're staring out the window at work on a beautiful summer day, wishing you were anywhere else, you are not alone. It actually is harder for us to work in the summer. A Harvard study found that we're less productive when the weather is good because when we're stuck indoors on a nice day, we daydream about being outside. Go figure. The problem is you have to work. Because during June, July, and August, you still have a job. And come September, you want to continue to have that job. So today we're going to hook you up with some hacks to keep you productive when your body and mind might be telling you it's time to go play. I spoke with two people who've overcome obstacles to summer productivity on both an individual and on a team level. One of them is Emily Audibert. I'm a summer girl at heart, so summer was always, always will and always has been my favorite time of year. So not wanting to just not do work and go outside and go to the beach has been a a life struggle ever since I realized that you can't do that when you go to work full time. Emily's an executive recruiter and runs her own business. She says in her field, she sees that pull to slow down in the summer months. In the business I'm in today, typically the summertime is slower. There's big chunks of time throughout the summer where you won't hear from people. So deals take longer to finish. It takes longer to find candidates to put in the positions. So it's not only do I want to not necessarily be working all of the time, I love what I do, but everyone else is taking that pause as well. Part of the reason Emily says that her summers slow down is because clients simply aren't as available. They might be taking their kids on that once-in-a-lifetime trip or just hanging by the beach. But that's often true of coworkers, too. Stephanie Birnbaum is the chief people officer at Heinz, a global real estate development and management firm with almost 5,000 workers. Summer is the time when it's easier to really take a dedicated break and a vacation away. In many ways, our bodies are telling us to take some time off. And many of us plan to listen to what our bodies are telling us as well. A recent bank rate survey found nearly two-thirds of U.S. adults are likely to take a vacation this summer, which is up a bit from the year before. The result is that people aren't consistently at work. It is that much harder to find days and times and moments where the teams are actually together, seeing each other. Projects get stalled. Focus gets broken. Meetings have to be redone. But Stephanie says her company has found one way of dealing with it. The idea is to schedule way in advance 
a one to two day period. And the expectation is that everyone comes in and not only physically to the same office, but to the same room. And there's a mix of some yeah, agenda items where they're discussing as a team and working through things as a team. But part of the time, in one particular team, they enjoy just working alongside each other. You know, it's really sort of a, a, a compressed time period to get all the benefits of togetherness and connection that are just harder to come by in the summer. Emily's also instituted a policy that she says helps her employees stay productive. So once I became an entrepreneur, I immediately got rid of working on Fridays over the summer. And what we have found so far, you do the same amount of work you would in five days in four. And especially over the summer, everyone's really looking forward to that Friday off. So they want to get everything in. That typically means working longer hours Monday to Thursday to get that Friday off. But a lot of companies are doing it. Consulting firm Gartner found that the number of businesses in North America offering summer Fridays off went up 43 percent between 2012 and 2019. By 2020, over half of businesses were giving those coveted three-day summer weekends. But whether it's summer Fridays or designated time with colleagues, both people had the same message for me. Work when you're working during the summer and don't when you're not. And listen when Stephanie says, take some time for you. Paradoxically, taking breaks like we want to do in the summer, and like many of us do in the summer, is better for productivity. Time for me to take a break. But afterwards, a productivity expert tells us how to strike a balance so we can have productive and enjoyable summers. Stay tuned. AI may be the most important new computer technology ever, but AI needs a lot of processing speed, and that gets expensive fast. Upgrade to the next generation of the cloud, Oracle Cloud Infrastructure, or OCI. OCI is the single platform for your infrastructure, database, application development, and AI needs. Do more and spend less, like Uber, 8x8, and Databricks Mosaic. Take a free test drive of OCI at oracle.com slash wallstreet, oracle.com slash wallstreet. Productivity at work can be challenging in the best of times. We juggle distractions from our phones, our email, and meetings, meetings, meetings. Microsoft looked at people using its business software for online activities. It found that the top 25% most active users spent an average of nearly nine hours a week reading and writing email and seven and a half hours in meetings. That's two full workdays. Organizing and productivity consultant Julie Morgenstern has spent the last three decades helping organizations and individuals all over the world figure out how to design their own systems for managing their time, their space, and their efforts so they can be their most productive. She told me that all those typical distractions, they're actually compounded over the summer. I think in the summer what happens is... Maybe not everybody is going to be able to be at meetings, so you end up having more partially attended meetings, which means that you don't actually get everything done that you need to get done. Hmm. There's a lot of sort of treading water, like uh, we can't meet till so-and-so gets back, or we're going to meet and then we're going to meet again when so-and-so gets back. I think the big problem is people don't like step back and actually throw a net around the summer. It's a different season. And I actually think it's a great opportunity for all of us to like 
it's another reset. Okay, you have 10 weeks. We have 10 weeks. Yeah. A lot of people are on vacations, staggered vacations. It, it may be slower in a lot of global organizations like Europe historically takes August off. So, you know, U.S. or other places ought to like lighten up because everybody else is on vacation that you're d doing business with. So maybe we can take a little inspiration and have different goals for this summer. I, as an individual, don't have a whole lot of control over um, American trends and mores around taking the entire summer off. But you can take advantage of if a lot of the people that you do business with or a third of the people you do business with are in Europe and they are off. That's going to lower the intensity and the pressure and the demands coming from that part of the world. So then what will you do with that lighter phase? Can you focus on some learning? Can you actually end your day sharply at six o'clock instead of letting six turn into 6.30, turn into seven, turn into 7.30? Let me do a few more emails. Like break that pattern and put stronger boundaries up mm -hmm. and, and maybe do something in August work-wise that you don't have time to do when it's all intense, you know, September through June. Let's get into summer productivity hacks. So as an individual at work, sitting down to my own tasks, how do I stay productive in the summer? I think, first of all, productivity really spikes when we go in with a plan. Hmm. And so I really highly recommend that you end every single day with like a 15 to 20 minute ritual where you look at your next day plus two. It's what I call plan tomorrow plus two. And you look at your calendar for the next day. You look at your working hours. You see if you have meetings. You look for your open blocks of time and you figure out exactly what you're gonna do in each open block. What project am I gonna work on? What strategy am I gonna mess with? What am I gonna, and in my meetings, what is the goal of that meeting? What is my role in that meeting? You go in prepared mm -hmm. every day, not by looking at them in the morning and saying, hey, what's on my plate and let me figure it out. You do it by the end of the day before. And if you do that every single day, it is one of the greatest power tools for focus and being energized because we are motivated by getting things done. I find especially, though, in the summer, like, there are just some afternoons, particularly a Friday afternoon, where I just, I, it's just not happening. I'm just, I just can't focus. I mean, do I throw in the towel? So I do think that there are times, uh, you, you talk about a Friday afternoon, there are many companies that have like early fr summer Fridays. There's not enough people working and, uh, you know, the world seems to be off for the afternoon and it's really hard to stay focused. But any time that you're just feeling like it's like you've hit the point of diminishing returns, you're just spinning and spinning and spinning, getting nothing done, you're 100% should stop work and let go at work and go recharge. Now, it could be, depending on your role, your boss, your team, what's going on, that you cut out for a half an hour and you go for a walk or you go and listen to music. Very often, by getting up from your desk chair, getting up from the computer and going and like 
awakening the other senses, you know, scent and sight and the feel of air on your skin or food in your belly, it triggers your thinking and you come back and you're like, oh my God, I can solve this in 10 minutes. Something that you might have been looking at for three hours and getting nowhere. That makes a lot of sense. You could take a walk. You absorb the sun. It is summer. Go absorb the sun. What can companies do to help ensure productive summers for their employees? I think that they can talk about, they can from the top prioritize. They can also acknowledge this is summer. So let's narrow our focus. We want people to like shut off and not be emailing late at night and on the weekends. We want you to take the summer. We're going to reestablish boundaries and encourage you to take your time off, communicate with each other, let us know how it's going, like celebrate the time off. That's also kind of a taboo thing. A lot of companies just ignore, mm. don't want to talk about that. But I think that if they make it, normalize it and not exactly require it, but encourage the heck out of shut off and take the evening off. Let's do early Fridays. But the thing is, it's when, when you give people that extra time or encourage that time off, the other side of that is like, let's focus on what really has to get done. So it's not just time off without defined deliverables. I think I want to end by asking, how do I make it feel like I've had a productive summer while still keeping it summer, like both the inside of work and outside of work? Because I, I still want to enjoy my summer. Yeah, 100%. I would say set goals. Both work goals, what would make me feel like I really made my contribution this summer? And define your personal goals for the summer. I'm going to swim every day. I'm going to have a picnic every Sunday. I'm going to visit friends. I'm Plan your summer weekends in advance. I'm going to go to concerts and lay everything into your calendar. Claim the time in advance. Set that goal and then just do it. And then you will feel it's like a dual track goal system, right? right. And they work together. Julie says... Plan ahead. Plan your work time. And also plan your playtime. Nights out, weekends with friends or family. It'll help you keep boundaries and enjoy your time off so that you're properly rested when you're actually working. The time away will help you be more productive. Ideally, you can encourage that same planning on a team level. Help your boss and your teammates to plan too. But most of all, enjoy your summer by claiming your time. Set goals, like learning a new skill at work or keeping a morning ritual you've been looking forward to cultivating. Have you got any summer goals? I do. Well, I've been toying with a summer goal. I thought I might try swearing off social media. We've all heard those horror stories of a hasty post costing someone their career or the new job they really wanted. But maybe your social media presence can help you get a job. Next time on the show... We dig into the social media red flags companies are looking for and when a great post might get you promoted. Like the show? Tell your friends to subscribe and give us a five-star review on your favorite platform. As We Work is a production of The Wall Street Journal. This episode was produced by Jess Jupiter. Jonathan Sanders is our booking producer. Scott Salloway is our supervising producer. Jessica Fenton and Michael Laval are our sound designers. Jessica Fenton composed our theme music. Editorial support was provided by Falana Patterson.
I'm Charlotte Gartenberg. See you next time. This message comes from Viking, committed to exploring the world in comfort. Journey through the heart of Europe on an elegant Viking longship with thoughtful service, destination-focused dining, and cultural enrichment on board and on shore. And every Viking voyage is all-inclusive with no children and no casinos. Discover more at viking.com.